0: All right, I'm Brent Leary. I'm Paul Greenberg. We are on location with the CRM players, Pleasanton, California. Last time I was here was, I am
1: not kidding, 1998, and I was (laughs) at the PeopleSoft building in Pleasanton, and guess what? Oracle's still doing PeopleSoft higher (laughs) education out of that building. I saw it yesterday. It was yeah. astonishing.
0: I, I actually kind of forgot about PeopleSoft after they got bought, but, you Yeah, know.
1: well, Oracle didn't, apparently. <laughs> That's right.
0: Okay, so we are here in Pleasanton, California at, is this like the Zoho U.S. headquarters, or has that shifted officially to Austin, Texas?
2: Well, now it's Zoho U.S. headquarters, but it will soon shift to if Austin, you Texas. have any <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he has already shifted <laughs> to
0: Austin, and he is... I, I, I want to be, I don't even know what the title is for you anymore here in Zoho. Is, I know you were a chief evangelist, but you do way more than that.
1: What do we call him? Chief Everything? Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> Chief
0: Everything oh,
2: uh, Actually, I never had a title on my business card. That's why I prefer it. It's more like a whatever it takes thing. Well, yeah. All right,
0: so he is the chief of whatever it takes for Zoho. <laughs> Raju Begizna, thanks for having us, man. Thank you for having me. So this is uh, analyst day number four. And it's already bigger and better than it was the previous three years, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for joining us.
1: Now, we're under NDA, so Roger, just move aside. We're gonna
0: reveal reveal everything that is under NDA so we can get this show going. No, we can't do that. Don't worry, they don't reveal that much anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Which was pretty revealing. That is exactly it. Okay, so one of the things that I think we can talk about is uh, what you guys are doing with Zoho Academy and some of the social good stuff. So, why don't we talk a little bit about that? Sure. I
2: mean, uh, like, Zoho University is something that started back in 2004, now. Well, wow. A long time already.
1: Oh, well, you were like nine yeah.
2: <laughs> The fundamental idea was different. you know. One, we don't believe in a few things, which is student debt, people getting into debt, making them debt slaves. And we philosophically opposed to that. Said, so what can we do about it? And so we we started, and that's the point number one. There's a point, second point where there's no correlation between your performance in school and your job at work. Yeah. Then we said, why are we even asking people's resumes and, and college degrees for hiring? Why don't we directly not do that and then hire people? Mm. So we said, okay, let's start hiring you know, kids right out of high school. And then instead of just hiring any kids, obviously uh, we have to we looked and went to high schools, talked to you know the, the management and said, Show us, point us towards kids who would otherwise not consider higher education, mm. may not have the resources, or you know, they would have to raise significant debt to even consider higher education. I said, why don't you point us to them? And they did. So we went to six different kids and, and to their parents and said, hey, this is a program we are thinking where we will train your your kids for about a year, year and a half and and basically for free. <laughs> and on top of it, because in some cases, they come from, you know, some stressed, uh, tough economic situations. said so instead of you paying us, we will pay you so that you don't have to go through. The last thing you want to do is them going through, you know, additional stress because
0: they are taking this education. Okay, let's stop story. right there for a second. So you are basically looking for folks, kids that might have had a tough time to get into a college anyway, mm-hmm. Whether it's a financial hardship or, you know, maybe their grades weren't up to stuff. So you're giving them an opportunity to come in and and learn a valuable skill and trade. at up for, you know, technology. Technology. And you're saying not only do you not have to pay tuition, you actually make money while you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. God. Just want to make sure I Can I, I sign was, up for I was just saying <laughs> the same thing. I
1: want to go back to school. Can I get my MBA? My <laughs>
2: and there's also another fundamental, tangential one, where fundamentally at a human level, you realize that people are talented. Mm. Everyone has some talent or other. Yeah. Now, it's the responsibility of the team or the manager or the organization to recognize what that ta- talent is and put them in the right place to succeed. Mm. When a company hires someone, you just hire someone for a job and if they don't meet the requirement, you just replace them with someone else. We don't look at it that way. We've had people who became excellent programmers, but then we realized that they have a different talent. They are also an artist or a musician. Mm. In some cases they are good with say public speaking. We said, okay, why don't you do that too? And that is part of the culture. Now we internally we cannot take it for granted. But that's another thing where when we, when we take someone in the Zoho University program, we don't say you're being brought in for a programming thing. No. What we teach them is basic math, basic science, communication skills, mm. and programming. Programming is just one portion right. of it. If you realize that they're good at marketing, well, it's that one, one and a half year that helps us identify what those ta- talents are. Because at that age, they themselves don't know what they're good at. Mm. So it's also helping them realize what they are good at and then making sure that we put them in a position to succeed. Yeah. That's the fundamental idea behind behind Zoho University. We started with six folks in the first batch. Now here we are in 2019. We now we run two batches. Each, each batch is now, I think, 200, 250 people. Wow. And about <laughs> 1,800 of our 7,000 employee base came through Zoho University.
0: That's amazing. I'm proud to
2: say that about 1,800 employees 25% do, do not have a college degree. Or college debt. Or college <laughs> debt. That is more yeah. important. They're happy with what, what they're doing and more important thing is you cannot tell the difference between the person with the college degree and the person who went
0: through this. That's really well,
1: that Your culture is just generally like that. I remember. Two or three things that really struck home with me when I not when I was first meeting you. Well, what we mm-hmm. we're close to eighteen years. Eighteen years, you know, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. that's, right. so. that's incredible. We've known I've known you since you were born. <laughs> <laughs> he was there <laughs> <in London>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, when I matriculated at Yale University. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but one was that, as you said you're encouraging people internally to, to utilize their other talents and skills. And I remember a story that Sridhar, your CEO, told me about a farm he had where he was examining, I think it was a dozen ancient grains mm-hmm. for seeing which one was sustainable. And that struck me amazingly, first of all. Mm-hmm. But then he told me the person running the farm used to be a Zoho programmer, mm-hmm. who, when he found out her degrees and so on, he said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll pay you, in fact, you'll do better and I will make you the head of this so you can actually live out the dream you actually set out to have yeah. and at the same time, certainly makes the farm work better and advances, you know, potentially significant advance in humanity. The other thing that blew me away was, I, I remember, I think it was you or Sandy or someone telling me about, you have your own dance troupe, <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: sure. we have in-house dance troupe, we have in-house... Uh uh, I'd say pretty much entire the music thing, we have in-house artists, we have in-house construction team, we have in-house designers, right. architects and uh, all types, sorts of crazy things you can imagine and of course like the farm that we grow, the yeah. food, we bring them to our campus, employees go pick it up and, and take uh-huh. it home and That's
0: Amazing. And actually uh, the, the, the way this particular office is designed, it, he actually Hey. That's
2: another thing where she <laughs> did, uh, noticed that I'm interested in design and said, he came to me and said, hey, why don't you design this? And I actually hired a designer and then realized that, you know... Are you sure he wasn't just exploiting it as a free architect? <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the learning and that learning is spread to other, other regions as well. What we noticed was, this external person cannot design an office because we know the culture, we know how the company works, we think the spaces should reflect the culture it should enhance this like every single piece i obsess about like take this particular table i handpicked this particular table why this is not a conference table this is a dining room table there is no work table anywhere i made it specific to this why we want when people come to the office i want them to feel like they're going home Mm -hmm. they want to come to the office so every element here is actually purchased from your home element from sofas to to dining room tables, to every single element. So again, the space should reflect the company and then the company, it kind of grow well together. In my view, all of these are related. You notice that I've been interested in it and I've never done design prior to this. This was
1: my first wow. project. I stood up <laughs> several times. Yeah. But this is a great
0: office for those of you who can't really see it. It's a phenomenal yeah. place. And I'm, we're going to have to speed this up because we are actually, you know, <laughs> one of his other jobs is presenting at Analyst Day, and he's on after that. But just, I want you to answer a rumor that's been going around. Uh, the rumor is that Zoho is going to buy the whole city of Austin. At the <laughs> <way>. <laughs> um, we are
2: going to have a significant presence in Austin. And to start off, we bought a little piece of land. Um, wait a minute. All
0: right. How how little is this little piece of land you originally bought? <laughs>
2: it's a little over 375 acres. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, five minutes from the airport. And we're going to build up a campus. We will design the space our way. It's not going to be a, a cuboid. It has, it'll it have the flair, the good old way, yeah. the mm-hmm. architecture, yeah, man. Again, people should want to come to the office not just the work they should have fun along with it Uh, it's the lifestyle and all of that when again when we put down roads we want to be there the next few decades the reason we picked austin is quality of living for employees Mm. and the reason we didn't pick downtown austin is well we don't want our employees to be stuck in traffic Mm -hmm. and all of this contribute to the quality of, of life and we don't want them we want them to you know have affordable housing to all of those those are all important elements, and no matter where we have we set-up office, these are common
1: elements, quality of life being a prime objective. All right. You know what? I, I know that you will have arrived in Austin when I go to see some music in Zoho City Limits. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I know one property that he's really uh, interested in. Uh, what's the name of that uh, place we're gonna, you're going to take me? Before Zoholics?
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll probably go to Terry Black's and, I think and uh, try, try some barbecue. <laughs> I think it's, yeah.
0: That was the real reason he <laughs> went. <were. laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, Roger, we definitely appreciate you taking the time. We know you have uh, a little, you know, real work to do. <laughs> so, uh, once again, thanks again. And uh, Zoholics is coming up, uh, what, April, right?
2: April, April, uh, I think, second week, early second week of April. You have been doubling. Uh, you know. I remember Paul was the first keynote speaker ah, yeah. uh, in 2012. That <laughs> was our first Zoholics. 2012. We had about 60 attendees yeah. and Paul came to me and said, you know, this is the first time you're doing it, you have to do it every year. <laughs> and he was spot on. Yeah. Since then, I mean, last year we conducted 36 Zoholics and we have been doubling. For example, in 2017 uh, we were about 400 attendees. 2018, we were 850. Right. Wow. We're going to double again in 2019, and again, uh, hoping that we'll double again. Mm. So, and, and thank you for the advice, Paula. I think that was, you were spot on on
1: that, and that was very helpful. <laughs> well, thank, thank you for being with us as here in play, this is what I thank you for. <laughs> you but, know, man, 18 years, man. <laughs>
0: but he's, he, he kind of left out the big thing, man, at the 2019 Zoholics. There's gonna be some DJing up in
2: there. Yeah, uh, and, and Brent signed up for it, and, well, uh, <laughs> so it's it's gonna be fun. And yeah, so you just violate the
1: NDA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Sandy will get me on that one. Now. All right. Well, we better let him go once again. I'm Brent Leary. I'm Paul Greenberg. He's Raju. He does everything here as well. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.